0: Welcome back in, guys, to a new episode of the Advisor Odyssey podcast. Now, today is a big day for two reasons. Number one, it's football time, right? Football season has is uh, underway, at least for the NFL. But the second big reason, I am changing up how I'm doing some of these podcasts. So you are no longer going to have any left-field specific questions. Instead, we're turning them into full-on podcasts moving forward. And uh, you can also find more details on our social media sites. Specifically, YouTube will have a ton of good content there for where we're answering our from the left field questions sent in by you guys, the advisors, the listeners, etc. cetera. So uh, today's episode is going to be five things that football teaches us about running a financial advisory business.
1: This is the Advisor Odyssey audio experience where financial advisors, planners, insurance agents and brokers will find fresh new ideas And perspectives around what it takes to launch, succeed, scale, and bulletproof their business. Five things that
0: football teaches us about running a financial advisory business. Now, jumping in, number one, the very first thing it teaches us is that the sales advisor is the quarterback. Okay? The sales advisor is the quarterback. Whether that's you as the maybe your solo advisor, lone wolf, maybe that's you. Maybe you've got a team but it's still you in the meetings with the prospects trying to gain the client. Okay, maybe you've got one other advisor that does all your selling and you do everything else. Or maybe you have 10 plus, you know, 20, 30, 40 advisors all scattered that are doing the selling. Whatever the structure, whatever the setup, the sales advisor is the quarterback. Look at it from that sense. Now, we all know, we're going to get we're going to talk some football stuff here, okay? But we know there are some great quarterbacks in the league, okay? Some amazing quarterbacks You still got Tom Brady, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Russell Wilson, you got all these guys that are just total studs. But no matter how great you are as a quarterback, it is, if not impossible, incredibly difficult to win a Super Bowl if you do not have a strong supporting cast, especially on the offensive side. So every good quarterback needs strong offensive players surrounding them to succeed at the highest level. They need good wide receivers to throw the ball to. They need good running backs to hand the ball off to. They need good tight ends to not only block but also catch passes to help them with versatility and play design. They need good linemen to protect them. Okay. Now, you might be listening, well, I didn't know I turned on a football podcast. You didn't, don't worry. But we need to break this down here because we're going to leave the analogies out of it. Uh, for the most part here, but good wide receivers to throw the ball to, right? How many times in your business do you meet with a prospect and then they say something to you, something like, oh, you know, I've got an estate plan built out but I haven't had it updated in a really long time. Do you know someone who can help me with that? Okay, that estate planning attorney that you might refer that client to or that prospect to If it's a prospect, refer them after they become a client of yours, right? That's like the wide receiver, throw the ball to them, okay? Let them take the ball and run with it, see how far they go, if not, you know, touchdown, whatever, no more analogies. But anyways, throw the ball, okay? Stick to what you do best, calling the plays, setting up the plays, getting rid of the ball, dishing out the ball, handing off, throwing, whatever it is, let the wide receiver take it from there. Let the estate planning attorney take it from there. Let the CPA take it from there, okay? Set them up to succeed, and let them take it from there. They will appreciate it. They will value you if you do it well, and your job becomes a lot easier because when's the last time you saw a quarterback sprint down the sideline with their receiver just to make sure they made it to the end zone? They don't do that, do they? They trust. Okay, They trust in them. Okay. The second lesson that football teaches us about running an advisory business is that even on the one-yard line, you need to have a play design drawn up. Okay. Have a play design drawn up. Even if it is a slam dunk, pardon the NBA analogy, a slam dunk referral opportunity, don't just write it off and assume you got the sale. Follow at least somewhat of your process. Follow the entire thing, please. But even if you're, you're I get, you know, this is a little bit of laziness here, but go through a lot of the same motions because you can still lose the client at that final signature piece. They might go cold on you. They might not return a phone call. You might be thinking to yourself, this doesn't make any sense. They were referred. They never had any objections. They never had any issues. I proposed a perfect plan. I proposed a similar thing to what the person who referred them in has. But it doesn't make sense, right? It's because you didn't have a plan, okay? Have a play design. Have a process. Have an approach. And do not fumble the golden opportunity in front of you. The third lesson that football can teach us about running an advisory business is that, yes, experience matters, but it doesn't mean everything. Okay. Rookie quarterbacks regularly outperform the veterans of the league. Right. Young QBs dominate the league when they get the opportunity. Right. Right now, the quarterbacks I mentioned, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, well-established, very successful quarterbacks, no matter if you love their teams or not. They're very good at what they do. There are some very, very good advisors. They've been doing the same thing over and over and over again, and they've succeeded. But then you have the young advisors, the new advisors coming in, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen. They come in, and they are very good also. They do it a little bit differently. They have their own style to it, own flair. Everyone's a little different. We're all unicorns in this business. But... They do it differently and they have no desire to do what the other is doing, what the other quarterback's doing. They wanna do it their way, right? This is, uh, to remove the analogy from it, as an advisor, uh, if you've been in the industry a long time, if you'd consider yourself a veteran or experienced, you need to realize that if you are comfortable right now That is a bad business move. Never be comfortable. You can be confident. Do not be comfortable. Okay? Because somewhere out there, and I see somewhere out there, for your advisors, it's going to be someone within their same city, maybe their same community, maybe it's in their state, or maybe it's a totally different state that's about to open a new location in your backyard. You are never comfortable if you do not have a next play drawn up. If you don't have a next step to take, a next training regimen, if you don't have a next place to go. Instead, you're just hopelessly content, okay? Um, Even on the experience side, for some of you advisors who maybe you don't run your business, okay, maybe you're an agent or a, a broker within an umbrella here or another agency, this still applies to you. Look at your leadership. Look at the leadership of your firm. If we stop looking at quarterbacks and we look at head coaches, Sean McVay is in the same league and in the same conversation as Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Pete Carroll, these older guys who have been around for a long time. Why is that? Sean McVay, who's 36 years old, I believe right now, is in the same conversation. He's been a head coach for five-plus years. He is really freaking good at what he does and he's did he, he's done it his own way right we again we'll save a lot of the football stuff for another time but he saw what he wanted to do he laid it out and he's a numbers guy he analyzed it in it on everything he saw his projections his paper his stats it worked. He trusted it he executed the way he knew to execute it and it also worked okay? Sure, you can follow the leader. You can do what others are doing. And I I do love that mindset. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. But just because something is working doesn't mean you should continue to do it that way. This is the Kaizen Method, another podcast topic that we had uh, previously. Be relentlessly committed to the ruthless improvement of your business. And then get really granular on how you will improve it. Test it. Follow it through, and then gauge the success. Okay. Lesson number four we can learn from football, and uh, and how it relates to running an advisory business is you are always scouting and recruiting. Okay, sure, maybe, uh, and you've got more uh, more staff than you know what to do with. Maybe you've got way too many advisors. You don't have enough uh, people for them to meet with. Maybe that's your situation. In that case, you're still recruiting and you're scouting for an amazing marketing director, right? Maybe you've got uh, way too many leads to handle. You just, you don't have time. Maybe it's, you need to hire somebody to come in and like take some of these appointments. You should be scouting your next advisor hire, okay? You're always scouting, you're always recruiting. A plus talent, okay, that that client service associate, the opening that you have, you know, Sandy Sue might've left, She's no longer with the firm, she retired, now you've got an opening. And it's pretty critical because you shouldn't be taking time out of the sales role to do the clerical operational role. Um, Maybe Sandy had a process in place and she left it there, or maybe it was your process, but maybe it was just she was doing whatever she knew and then that's it. You're not gonna be able to train somebody to do that more than likely, at least not smoothly. Nor should you actually be training them in general. But hire somebody who is doing the exact job that you want them to do for you and pay them more to poach them away from their current firm. Maybe, you know, let's I'm going to talk to the independent guys for a second. The independent guys and gals here. If you are your own advisor and you've got uh, you know, obviously maybe you're in the St. Louis area for example. I was just there not too long ago. There are thousands of Edward Jones offices. Maybe one of these Edward Jones offices has a client servicing associate that you know of who is a total rock star. If you knew that you could pay that person more and they would do an exceptional job for you, offer them more money, more freedom perhaps, better benefits maybe, I don't know. Offer them more to grab them away and bring them to your firm to help you. Why? Because they're already doing the job they're already doing it at a very high level and they're familiar with the industry as a whole. You don't have to teach them basics, right? And they also, not that this should be a motivation, but we're in the financial services business, this is a relationship business. They might also have a lot of strong relationships too, right? Uh, you don't wanna leverage that, don't don't you know hire to that. I, I wanna be really clear, I'm not promoting that, but it's a reality of the situation. They might have really strong relationships too the fifth and final lesson that advisors can learn from football for running their advisory business is that every single year is both a rebuilding year and a championship contender year. Okay. I get it in football. You probably choose one or the other or you kind of walk that middle ground to see what happens before the trade deadline. Sure. But when it comes to advisory businesses, treat every year like you're a championship contender. You have an A plus team. You have an A plus staff Um, A plus advisors, you yourself are a stud, treat it as such, but always be looking to improve. Where can we level up? Where can we improve our client communication? Where can we improve our marketing? Where can we increase our bandwidth for maybe it's myself as the advisor, maybe it's Sandy Sue, the operational associate, maybe it's John Smith, the marketing director. Find places where you can increase bandwidth, where you can level up, where you can get better. Again, shout out to the Kaizen method, this is so critical consistently look to improve and uh if you're focused on improving you will naturally win more and when you win more you are happier your business is better your team is happier. your advisors are happier. your clients are probably happier the list goes on and on but that mindset of always wanting to get better yet still succeeding at a high level is at an elementary level it is the secret key to success so again To recap, the five lessons that football can teach us about running an advisory business. Number one, the sales advisor is the QB. Build a team around them to support them. Build a referral source around them. Build staff members around them. Build paraplaners around them. Like, uh, build uh, assistants or receptionists to protect their time. Like, build a team around them. They are the quarterbacks. You as the advisor, the owner of the firm, the owner of the team are paying them to succeed at a high level. Lesson two is even on the one yard line, you need to have a play drawn up to get the touchdown, to earn the client. Don't chalk it off, or I'm sorry, don't uh, chalk it out as a concrete win. It's not 100%, nothing's ever laid down in the world. Lesson number three is that experience matters, but it doesn't mean everything. Sure, experience can succeed, but also new adaptive ideas succeed, and oftentimes they succeed at a much higher level than experience does. Lesson number four is that you're always scouting, you're always recruiting. Whether that's advisors, whether that's staff members, maybe that's clients, centers of influence, networking groups, it doesn't matter. You're always recruiting, you're always scouting. The next big opportunity is hidden away somewhere that you haven't found yet, otherwise you would be there already. And then lesson number five, every year is both a rebuilding year and a championship contender year. When you succeed and when you constantly look to improve, you will always win. You will always consider yourself a winner. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been the Advisor Odyssey podcast. Again, my name is Daniel. Uh, follow us across all socials at Advisor Odyssey. Write us in your questions. Again, we're taking a lot of these questions straight to YouTube. We're taking a lot of them straight to Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, etc. Uh, you can email us at theadvisorodyssey at theadvisorodyssey@gmail.com. Uh, you can also DM us on social platforms, whichever one you prefer. We'll be there. It's uh, Our team's there to help. We don't sell anything, so there's no sales pitch coming, I promise you. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.
1: We hope you enjoyed the Advisor Odyssey audio experience. Connect with us on your favorite social media platforms at Advisor Odyssey. You can find our full-length educational videos to watch on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out all our articles and publications on medium.com forward slash Advisor Odyssey. The Advisor Odyssey podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The contents and opinions shared, expressed or otherwise alluded to on the Advisor Odyssey podcast and audio experience are solely ideas not to be depicted as tax, legal, or investment advice. Results from the use of these concepts may not be representative of the experience of all financial professionals and are no guarantee of future success. Your results may vary. The Advisor Odyssey and its affiliated members are not to be held liable or responsible for any lawful recourse or punishment invoked upon the individual or accompanying business partners or team members. Federal law, state law, and or insurance carrier requirements may prohibit or place limitations on any of the ideas and activities expressed. All advisors, planners, wholesalers, affiliated reps, and investment advisors should be aware of any limitations imposed by federal regulation, state regulation, insurance carriers, broker-dealers, and registered investment advisors, as applicable. Investment advisors are strongly encouraged to obtain pre-approval from the broker-dealer, registered investment advisor, insurance company, or similar institution with which they may be affiliated.